0: Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense podcast.
1: Hey Stephanie. Hey Carrie. Guess what today is? It's recording day. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> also recording our 50th episode day. <laughs> Yay! We've made it to 50 episodes. I know. How wild. I know, and to think we could have made it so much faster if we had actually recorded when we thought we were going to record. <laughs> It's it's better this way because you know
0: what I've been getting a lot of memories on my timeline for like on Facebook and Instagram that this is about the one year mark of when we started the podcast. Yep. So how fitting that we have like a fiftieth episode one year anniversary.
1: Yep. So there you go. Yeah. One year. I know. And we are reviewing the wee movies from last week. So in case you're new Mm -hmm. here. We each are picking one and then we put it out for a poll to see which other one because we we were overwhelmed last season with trying to do them all. So we decided three a week this time would be a good feasible <laughs> feat.
0: Yeah. And these are the Christmas movies from Hallmark and or Lifetime. But yep. right now this is Hallmark because Lifetime's not airing them yet.
1: Right. So the four movies that played were Christmas is harm Christmas and Harmony. Coyote Creek Christmas, The Christmas Promise, and Christmas Sale. And in a landslide vote, <laughs> Christmas in Harmony won. Yes. So we're reco- we are talking today about Christmas in Harmony, Coyote Creek Christmas, and The Christmas Promise. Yes. Poor it's- Christmas Sale, but not really because I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> I did actually watch it. And you liked it, right? It was definitely better than the previews made it look like it was going to be. I feel like the previews didn't do it justice. (laughs) I feel like that happens a lot. Still wouldn't have been like my top pick. Would it be higher
0: than your last pick? No. Okay. And there we go.
1: (laughs) And that's Christmas sale. (laughs) There's our review for it, guys. (laughs) Always these short snippets. (laughs) What's funny is last season, Stephanie was like, I'm not going to watch them. And then ended up basically watching every single one. And I still held out. I was like, I don't want to see that movie. I'm not watching it. And I didn't watch it. And now it we're reversed this season. <laughs> yeah, we are. I mean, <laughs> I think I did
0: set it to record. But I haven't watched it. I still haven't finished Christmas in My Heart, the movie we didn't watch last week. So I feel like I'm doing good at like not overwhelming myself with Trying to watch every single one as they come out.
1: Yeah. Well, and I didn't feel great this weekend. So I kind of vegged on the couch and even watched the GAC premiere Much Ado About Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I did set that to record. Yep. That one was cute too.
0: So that's all I have to say. But that about one it, had Torrance Combs on it, right?
1: <laughs> yes. Yep. Whose hair I never like. I know. He looks so different. Like, cause I always think of him in from rain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he always looks so different in the movies. I'm like, and then I look at him and I think, I know him. Oh, that's Bash. <laughs> it always takes me a second. I don't know what it is.
0: but It's because he never looks good in the movies. I don't know what it is either. But, of course, maybe he's just not for me. That could maybe be true. Maybe if I would watched Rain and saw him, I would be like, uh, Dash. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because I did think he was cute oh, in man. Rain, but I, I mean, whatever. Well, I just okay. assumed he was supposed to be, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. We're, right. we're like way off track. We're supposed to be talking about Christmas in Harmony, but here we are talking about all the other ones. This may be a trend. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: e- oops. That's okay. Well, I really loved Christmas in Harmony. Me too. It was... Okay. I love pretty much all music movies Uh because i really like music and stories together we know this and this one had music they were actually singing and i just love it so much and it was actually pretty funny like the first note i wrote down was a quote by Lavorta i don't even know what the heck i was about to say for her name loretta (laughs) divine when she's in the grocery store Uh and she's like looking at um like apples and things and she's like these people are too proud of their produce 275 for an apple she just has an attitude and she Uh has these great lines and i'm just like yes that is correct they are too proud for their produce
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah she she was i thought she was really funny and i agree i love the music ones i will say i did write down two comments about like the music specifically Mm -hmm. um I thought the guy's voice was amazing. I mean, Ashley's is amazing also. The only thing that I didn't like mm-hmm. about it is it sounded to me overproduced for what the scene was meant to be. Um, I thought it sounded oh. fine in the performance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like when she was just kind of, anytime that she was singing kind of by herself acapella cappella it was it, it. sounded like she had gone to a recording studio and recorded it, which obviously they do mm-hmm. because they want to get the sound and they want to capture it. But I just felt like it felt overproduced. And her voice is so pretty. I was thinking, I bet they wouldn't need to do that <laughs> with her voice.
0: Yeah. I didn't really notice that because I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> but I really liked both of their voices. And did we mention last time that he was in Star, the show? which would explain why he's such a good voice. Yeah, I've never heard of that show. Is that bad? It's like a few years old, but I I wanted to watch Star. I don't think I ever – well, I know I didn't ever, like, completely watch it. Maybe I've seen an episode. But my sister was like, oh, he's from Star. And then my friend Jen – shout out to Jen. (laughs) She mentioned that he's in Star as well and, you know, loves his voice too. So there was that. To go along with the song and singing thing, uh, Michelle Williams, former Destiny's Child member, she sang Carol of the Bells, and yeah. I don't know the lyrics to this
1: song. Who knows the lyrics to this song? <laughs> I was going to say, she was very much like, I think I know it. I was like, you either really know it or you don't know it at all. I know, because like she jumped in, and the lyrics, I don't know what they are, but
0: like it's like, like it's a fast paced like words a lot of words very quickly you know which is why none of us know the lyrics aside from the point that we always just hear like an instrumental version
1: well and she even said something i was listening with the lyrics on and she said something and i was like that's what that song says
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was just a very random choice because he's like we have one song left. Do you know the lyrics to Carol of the Bells? And, you know, she said the whole, I think so. And I feel like they were trying to pick songs that were a little different or not the usual to be
1: sung, but that one, really? I mean, she did a good job, but. I mean, she did, because obviously she practiced it for the movie. <laughs> but it was definitely weird. It's not like you're picking Silent Night or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a very odd Thing. And then I'm going through my notes to see if there's any other singing thing.
1: I have another comment on her singing though. Oh, okay. I I did like that she sang it and she sang it well. But I was like going through this movie thinking, is she not gonna is she gonna be in this movie and not actually sing? <laughs> it did seem that way.
0: And then she yeah. really got a terrible song to sing. Yep. If we're honest. So I feel like she kind of got the short end of the stick. Yeah,
1: for sure. Oh, I have another singing thing. Okay, what's your other singing thing? One of the guys during the tryouts sounded like the Cowardly Lion. If I were the king of the four rows. Oh my gosh. Carrie, do you realize that
0: this is the second week in a row that you've sung in the podcast?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe it's going to be a thing. Maybe. Next week's has Jordan Sparks, so there's a definite possibility. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There is. Oh, man. We're just going to have, like, a quirky little sound.
0: Carrie, sing-off. Which, speaking of sing-off, they had one in this movie. Between the guy and the girl. Yeah. They're trying to, like, one-up each other. And I thought that was cute.
1: I liked it, too, because as someone who loves singing in music but is not super musically inclined... Mm-hmm. I love to see them be like, well, I thought it would go like this or I thought it would go like this and they kind of played with the song something that I could never figure out how to do in my head and make it sound good coming mm-hmm. out of my voice. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: impressed. I mean, obviously this was all pre-planned, but...
1: True. I still, But really there are people it. who can do that kind of stuff. and It's just impressive. I know. Not me.
0: Nope. Me either. <sighs> And then, did you also notice, so off from the music side of things, we had another kneading the dough scene. This is definitely on my list also. (laughs) (laughs) We need another little segment of kneading the dough. Is it sexy or is it blah,
1: blah? Well, I put it better than mix up in the Mediterranean, not as good as sugar and spice holiday. (laughs) That's where I would put it, too. <laughs> Can anything ever top sugar at Spice Holiday? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, we're just going to keep trying it over and over. <laughs> I
0: mean, baking is such a Christmassy thing, right? So, of course, we need more kneading the dough scenes.
1: Yeah. If that happened to me, I think I would be like, what is going on? It would be, like, really awkward in real life, I feel like.
0: So if you're having a romantic evening baking with an attractive man and he comes up behind you and wraps his strong arms around you and you feel his heat on your back and his fingers on your fingers and you're kneading mm-hmm. this dough all gently and softly, you'd feel awkward?
1: Well, I feel awkward you're saying it. <laughs> romance author.
0: I was trying to go for like overly romance author I'm glad I succeeded in making you uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just not something that I think is like normal. Like, somebody coming up behind you and putting their arms around you is one thing, but to like knead dough is like, I don't think that happens that often. Whatever you say. It doesn't happen as much as they put it on these movies. (laughs) Okay, well, what about this one that they
0: put in the movie? Instead of her falling off the ladder after putting the star on the tree, he helps her down and then whips out some mistletoe to spring
1: a kiss on her. Oh, yeah. You think that happens? Um, well, I don't know that many people who actually have mistletoe, so I'm going to go with a no. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe this is why I haven't found a guy yet. I mean,
0: it's a poisonous plant. <laughs> They're keeping this poisonous plant in their back pocket for any chick that walks around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did think it was sweet for him to help her down and kind of funny to do that. I would think, I think that if it's an Mm ex-boyfriend that still loves you, then it's like more, it increases your chances of it happening.
0: That's fair. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny and quirky. He was just kind of odd to me. But like in a a good way, like not super weird, but, and you know, now that I say that, I felt that way about another guy in one of these movies as well. Me too. kind of quirky. Who will it be? Might be all of them. (laughs) 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 Oh gosh. No, I didn't think one of them. I thought he was pretty normal, but anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: I don't have any more notes. Stephanie, do you have more notes? I didn't
0: didn't take a time this week again. Um mine can fit into the categories except for one thing which was during that christmas tree scene when they were decorating did you notice any like weird filming like the camera was kind of following them and it was kind of jerky with some weird angles like it wasn't no. set stable hmm.
1: i did not notice Yeah, this. I,
0: th- I thought that scene i thought it was shot oddly i was like this is kind of uh, awkward because of the way they're shooting it but well now i'm glad i did that was the last it. one that won't fit <laughs> i guess i'm just I,
1: weird okay. no i just re- i really hate those kinds of things the the weird ang- i feel like in the last 10 years they've really focused on like changing up their filming styles like there used to be this soap opera that i used to watch and i can't mm-hmm. remember which one it is but they Changed it so that all of the filming was like somebody is walking around with a camera phone following everybody. And it was just like the Mm. weirdest thing. And I was like, why on earth, like, soap operas have a look and a feel. Right. Why would you just be like, oh, let's make it the complete opposite. We're going Blair Witch on this. (laughs) We're
0: going Blair Witch. (laughs) Yeah, it just makes it feel kind of unprofessional, like homemade kind of
1: thing
0: definitely all right so we're on to our
1: ratings so for style what did you give it um I gave it a four I loved her dress at the end which kind of knocked it up a little bit yeah same the dress that she wore was my favorite and it's actually I think my favorite out of all the movies we've seen so far I agree and i will st- say this isn't this doesn't really fall into any of these but i i posted it on instagram the poster for this where she's wearing that dress was like the most beautiful poster of anything that i've seen i don't know if any other movie can outdo that one
0: yeah i thought the same thing cuz it kind of makes you think of cinderella like this movie does not have a cinderella theme or anything but the the poster was kind of magical like that
1: yeah, where it was the stars were like going up, where you know how when the fairy godmother does the dress on Cinderella? Mhm. It it was kind it kind of looked like that, but I think it was meant to look like a Christmas tree.
0: Probably. Either way yeah. it worked and yep. they actually did some good uh budgeting for that. <laughs> Cuz normally, yeah. you know, they don't do any real creativity or effort into those things. Yeah. Um, that sounds bad but whatever okay so <laughs> setting
1: I gave it a three me too
0: yeah nothing too exciting for this one I did have down this kind of fit in there so they said they're from North Carolina Uh huh. and I had to laugh because obviously I'm in North Carolina and my second comment was it's too green to have snow on the ground <clears throat> so it kind of well, makes you know- sense I guess so they're in
1: I was looking at something else today, and it turned out that they filmed at least some of this in Wilmington. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder where. I have no idea. Down there. I just know. I was looking at, so I had seen someone else posting that they were, that they were um, filming stuff there, and I went to go look up to see what was filming there, and this was one of the things that came up that had been filming in Wilmington.
0: Okay. Yeah, cuz I was going to ask like we knew that they were shooting a movie down there, but we didn't know which one. So this was one of them. Huh. That's nice that they were actually here and they actually said they're from North Carolina. Yeah. That's a change. Okay. And then storyline,
1: I gave it a 5. I gave it a 4. Although I could <laughs> see I could see the justification for a 5. So I'm not against a 5. Okay. Yeah.
0: I I was just like, I just love the music. I love, and I love choirs. That's the other thing. Like, it was a choir. and I really love that. So you get a five, Christmas in Harmony. And then
1: for Christmas spirit, Christmas trees, I gave it a four. Oh, see, and I'm the opposite. I gave it a five. (laughs) Whoa. I think it was the music, though, that sold me on the Christmas feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: I like the decorations
1: they did for the that back area.
0: Um, and I feel like they went somewhere else that was really nice too. So overall good ratings, and I gave it a love. Me too.
1: Yay. Next.
0: <laughs> Next. We have Carrie's pick for the weekend, which was Coyote Creek Christmas with Janelle Parrish and Ryan Pavey. Yep. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm just going to start by saying I don't have a lot of comments because I wasn't very interested and I only half paid
1: attention. I can understand that. I felt like it was kind of slow in the middle. Mm-hmm. I did like the storyline in general, but it kind of kept getting like spread out and I don't know. It did lose me a little bit in the middle though. Yeah, I mean...
0: I did appreciate, so about half of the notes is actually noting, like, where they've kind of gone the opposite of traditionally Hallmark storylines. So where normally the guy comes in to buy the family business and, like, bulldoze it, right? And he keeps it a secret from their girl. Well, this time, he didn't want to keep it a secret. It's the parents telling him to keep it a secret. So it's that's not true. on him. I was like, okay, that's a little different. And then... Normally the inn is failing and they they need help, right? Well, no, this inn is actually a success and the guy doesn't know why they're selling because they're making money. I was like, okay, that's that's a little different. And then the last thing, and this is kind of not just this movie, it's been some of the other movies this year too, where normally when we have a single parent it's because the other parent has died. But they're kind of having these storylines of like, parents just leaving not being a good parent you know not necessarily a dark storyline but it's a bit more real than Hallmark usually does
1: yeah so so often they have the person die and then it's like this kind of we're alone because we have to be alone kind of thing Mm -hmm. but it's more realistic with the amount of divorces (laughs) in the world today that it would actually mm-hmm. be divorce related or whatever. So I do agree. And I appreciate that because I feel like, I think what that brought to this story specifically, um, kind of like Boyfriends of Christmas Past, it, it, it added a dimension to the story that you weren't expecting. But um, mm-hmm. here it's like, how would you feel trying to protect your kid from your their their parent leaving choosing to leave that's a different situation right then mm-hmm. they they died i appreciated the fact that you kind of get to explore these different scenarios in the characters even if they're not super explored it's still the idea is there right
0: Mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know what your comments are but i, I don't have really have that many okay well then I'll say my three maybe your stuff fits in okay okay. I thought that the girl who was her friend was her sister <laughs> until she explained to the guy that she was her friend but it was cute that they had her kind of get together with this girl I thought that was sweet
1: yeah my. I think my mom said she said I thought they were mad at each other <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought she was an ex-girlfriend
1: that's kind of similar because it was really awkward their first like the meeting first not their first meeting Mm -hmm. obviously but like in the movie she was like very awkward (laughs) but
0: yeah it was like ooh what happened here but no it was just normal afraid to flirt shyness (laughs) (laughs) And then I liked the town marmot traditional. Oh, I like shorthand my notes. So the basically the, the lore is that the town was founded by this one guy. He was the only one who lived there. And it was Christmas. He didn't have any ornaments for his tree. And these marmots, it's such a weird word to say, they brought him things because he scared off the coyotes at Coyote Creek. And the last thing they brought him was a gold nugget, and I guess he found all the gold for the town. <laughs> I thought that was different and weird.
1: I agree, and I appreciated that they addressed the point that the coyote there were the mascot was not a coyote, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, I liked the hidden marmot. <laughs> you hide him and then you added something and then hide him for somebody else. oh yeah, Charlotte, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was a cute idea and different. And then my last comment is, so Janelle Parrish's character wants to do Christmas around the world and she needs a baker to make her these German cookies. And this professional baker who owns a bakery is like, I'm too busy with Christmas orders to do your order. And Janelle's like, oh, let me help. And this professional baker allows civilians, Ryan, Janelle, ryan's son to help her bake for paying customers i was like this is so unprofessional i don't want this 10 year old's cookie
1: i'm really glad you ain't you mentioned this because i thought the same thing like i could get around janelle right she also works in a rest in a in an inn where they probably do baking she's probably helped out blah 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 Mm. um but I really did. I was like, there's 0% chance. And then they're, like, screwing up the cookies. And she's like, that's great. No, you were not going to give them ugly. I would be so mad if I paid for cookies from you and you gave me this crap looking cookie.
0: Yeah. I was like, this is so not right. <laughs> this is so wrong. <laughs> I I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, you guys could have done a better job storytelling of a good reason to have them bake cookies together
1: like well, her parents inn has a kitchen that they could have baked the cookies in or or it could have been like a decorating thing for the inn you know mhm or yeah. something like that you know like like what if she had they had ordered cookies from her for something at the inn and they decided oh well let's just how about you just make the sugar cookies and we'll do the decorating we'll do an event where we decorate the cookies you know what i'm saying yeah. and so you're still using them for the thing, and it it opens it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, dumb. I, <laughs> I agree. So I have two more comments. I did think the okay. little boy was cute and funny. I I liked him too. Although I will say he was not nearly as excited after talking his dad into turning back around. He was not nearly as mm. excited to see her. He didn't give her a hug or anything. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. How he would just go off by
0: himself, and That's just true. Ryan would just let him go do whatever he wanted because he yeah. was busy hanging back and talking with Janelle. <laughs> I'm like, who's watching this kid?
1: Is that more of a dad thing though?
0: Probably. And I mean, this kid's traveled more of
1: the world than I have, so right, he could probably handle himself. <laughs> and then the only thing I had left was a quote where, ooh. I can't remember who said it, but it was funny to me. And it was like, I love stories about the importance of material wealth. (laughs) That sounds like something the kid would say. (laughs) I don't know. I think it was either Ryan or Janelle when they were telling the story. Oh, maybe it was when she was telling the story of the finding the gold. And maybe that was his smart Mm aleck response. I don't know, but I thought it was funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) I'm glad we have some funny quotes this week. We don't have any like heartfelt ones, but that's okay.
1: Fun ones are funner. (laughs) Funner. (laughs) Okay. Are we ready to rate? Yep. All
0: right. So for style, I'm going to give it a three. Me too. Well, there was only one look I really liked of hers, and it was when she had her hair back in this headband. I thought it was really cute. (laughs) And that was the only thing that stood out to me. I mean, Ryan, obviously attractive, but normal. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I thought she looked pretty, but nothing stood out to me either. It was, nothing was like really Mm -hmm. standout. Yeah, so threes all
0: around. And then setting, again, a
1: three. I gave it a four because I liked... The idea, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I'm making this up and it shouldn't be a four. But like the mountains and stuff, like the the terrain around it. I don't know. I, I thought it was. Did we see mountains? All I can I think
0: don't... of is the one scene where he's out with the dad and they're out looking on the land. And he's like, this is all yours. And he's like, 30 acres. And it's like flat. Oh, that's like, true. Oh, this is what's surrounding so this. So see,
1: maybe this is not warranted. <laughs> there was the really pretty scene <laughs> Where they're driving in the car through like the Grand Canyon <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> but they were not in Arizona.
0: Oh gosh, we are not rating size. Okay, fine, I change it. Go. It's a three, it's a three. <laughs> okay, as it should be. Storyline I want to be mean, but I'm not going to be mean, so I'll give it a three.
1: I gave it a three also. Okay trees Christmas and then Christmas, Christmas trees. spirit Christmas tree <laughs> I love how you Yeah said that. I just want to ex- said... I just
0: want to explain that it's Christmas spirit for Christmas trees. That's what it means.
1: I know. It's just so funny cuz we both had said it but just in different ways. So, but I liked yours mm-hmm. Christmas spirit Christmas trees. Okay, go ahead.
0: Thank you, Carrie.
1: Um I'm going to give it a 3. <laughs> I gave it a 4, but mostly I think because of Charlotte the Marmot. <laughs> See, I
0: gave it a three because the only really Christmassy thing I could think of was like the cardathon, which I thought was cute, and I like the idea of Christmases from around the world, but I just don't feel—I don't know—it didn't feel as cultural, I guess, as I was hoping, and maybe it yep. was just because there's too many, like there was too many to focus on. So, still a That's three. True. And okay, it's a nonsense.
1: Yeah, I agree. Nonsense. Sorry, Rain Baby and Janelle Parish.
0: I mean, I like kind of had a feeling. <laughs> they were at home taking notes like, why? Why, Gary and Stephanie? I'm sorry. But I did have a feeling. Okay. So my pick was The Christmas Promise.
1: Yay. Which I actually
0: almost missed recording this because I got it mixed up with some of the other movies that have Christmas and Promise in it. I was like, oh, I've already seen that and skipped it. And then I realized, oh, I'm missing a movie. And then I was, went back the I was like, was it The Mistletoe Promise? Right. Probably. They have so many movies with the same words.
1: I've been seeing Mistletoe Promise come up as like other movies you might like
0: you know. Mm. So, yeah, I want to watch The Mistletoe Secret, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but I digress. I dig. Let's start with the the hot steamy parts <laughs> for Hallmark. <laughs> uh, I I can't even say it with a straight face. Okay. Her so she's engaged at the beginning of the movie, but unfortunately he dies. But The guy has a line saying, I like the way you kiss. And they kiss a lot in the beginning of the movie. And then later, there's more kisses in the middle. And then later on, even after that, there's more kisses. Like, I feel like they should get the award for most kisses in a Hallmark movie.
1: It probably does. You're probably right.
0: I I was just shocked. And the middle kisses were like was kind of awkward, kind of weird. I was like, what the heck is this double kiss? But Kind of awkward,
1: kind of weird, but totally like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't
0: like, you know, it wasn't slow or romantic per se. It was like, I'm going to steal this and then I'm going to steal this because I want to. And I'm just going to kiss you, you know, <laughs> so they did yep (gasps) oh man so yes award for most kisses goes to the Christmas promise congratulations Tori DeVito and And what's your name guy
1: whose name I don't remember (laughs) is this name Dylan Bruce for some reason that's in my head it does sound like that I don't know if that's accurate I was gonna say Devin so you're probably right you're better at names than I am
0: (gasps) I'm right Dylan Bruce So yeah, congratulations
1: to you too, sir. Insert (laughs) clapping hands here.
0: We don't have a lot of sound effects, so
1: we're cheap. It's okay. I can make it work.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Moving on from the kisses. I thought it was interesting that... So normally in these movies, they kind of have people... Like, a girl's best friend is a girl and a guy's best friend is a guy. They rarely have guy and girl best friends unless the other is going to be a love interest. And it's like, I've secretly been in love with you. But this movie, we had Tori had a guy best friend. They were not in love with each other and he was never going to be a love interest. So I thought that was really interesting. And he was single. He wasn't married. So, you know, there wasn't any, well, it would never happen anyway kind of thing. Wait. Wait, what? Which which guy are you talking about? I'm talking about, is his name Alan? She went over to his house and it was just the two of them. She called him and she's like, can I come over? He's
1: dating the girl with the, with the sweaters though.
0: I didn't think they were dating. I thought they had kind of a flirty banter of like annoying each other, but I didn't think they were actually dating.
1: Oh no. I felt like they were totally dating because she called him like, honey or she was sending him on tasks and like love and like i got the feeling that's who she was
0: she was kind of a quirky lady she was definitely quirky i felt like that's just how she talks to people
1: i thought they were together
0: i didn't but there you go
1: i didn't think they were married but i i thought that they definitely were dating
0: hmm well i i just wanted to point out the married thing because i feel like they do we do have people who are friends with the others in a relationship. Yeah. And it's never like if you're single, you can be friends with the opposite sex or whatever, you
1: know. Yep. So I appreciated that. I thought the guy Dylan Bruce thought he was really funny mm-hmm. even though I did feel like the crying at the raisins thing was like awkwardly weird.
0: Yeah, he he threw me for a loop. This was the other kind of unique quirky guy yes he did a lot of wild things i was
1: like this is a wild dude (laughs) but i still liked him yeah and i i felt like it went good because i imagine i mean they kind of show you what her fiance was like and he wasn't this quirky overly quirky person but he Mm -hmm. um you have to have some kind of childlike characteristics if you want to own a toy store right so I felt mm-hmm. like this guy being quirky, kind of over the top and kind of playing with the toys and blah 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 was kind of a good fit even though he didn't want to own a toy store, <laughs> which would have been weird. <laughs> yeah. To marry the exact same yeah. person.
0: <laughs> like he could he was able to make her laugh when she couldn't laugh cuz she was still like grieving, but then he was also able to able to like spoiler alert, help her through her grief. Um which I saw that coming like from the very first thing. I just really like stories with like letters. And I know texting isn't technically letters, but it's the written word. And I just really, I think it's always sweet when people write their feelings back to each other.
1: Me too. And this was when when I first started it, I poloed you and I was like, oh, I see where this is going. You know, like you you knew it was going to happen. And then you knew that it was going to be like, like but the question was does he know that it's her and does she know that it's him you knew she didn't know that it was him but mm-hmm. what as soon as he said i'm gonna give you my business phone number so she's con- contacting him with a different phone than that one i was like oh
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i was like this is how we're gonna circumvent the how do you not know who you're messaging with the phone number yep. thing right yeah because she was also like oh you don't need to ever call me just call my realtor <laughs> So they never got each other's phone numbers. Right. Right. But I did have one moment of maybe they're trying to fake us out. I mean, Hallmark normally doesn't do like a fake out thing. But I did have one moment of maybe they're trying to fake us out and it's just going to be like her other friend messaging her, trying to help her. And this dude really didn't have anything to do with it after all. I was wrong. I mean, I didn't really fully think that, but I was like, maybe there's a moment. Where, when
1: when was this when was this moment when he shows up to her house it was, before they're supposed to meet
0: yeah right before the double kiss
1: yeah it was weird that he just showed up to her house knowing that he was going to dinner with somebody else right yeah i didn't
0: understand it i didn't understand the scene which i think is what bled into the double kiss thing like not understanding what was happening and then, of course, he does the stereotypical thing that all of the guys do when they go find out who the girl is. And he doesn't show up. And he's like, sorry, I can't make it. For once, I'd Blaine. like one of these guys to actually go in. You know, it just makes me think of, oh, here it is, the most romantic movie ever, bottled with love, with Bethany Joy Lynn <laughs> and Andrew Walker. You know, like... <laughs> He finds out it's her that he's been writing, and he just can't tell her. I'm like, come on, man.
1: Man up. (laughs) That's not romantic, not showing up. No, that's the opposite of romantic.
0: Yeah, so I thought it was dumb that this guy didn't go in. However, I also thought it was dumb that she was so mad about it and, like, built it up into this, you're not trustworthy thing. How could I ever trust you again? Like, I didn't think he was that bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, if he had known the whole time that it was her, mm-hmm. I could understand because you're trying, you're coming at it from like this angle. If he knows the whole time that she's writing to him and then acting like she he doesn't know that it's her, you can, de- I, I mm-hmm. could see where it's like this mistrust thing. But he literally found out when they were going to meet. Now, was it cowardly yeah. to just turn around and walk away? Absolutely. But I agree, I can't ever trust you is not what I would go with.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a bit over the top. But you, you have to have the conflict. Yeah, they, they had to have something to bring this thing home.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, do you have any other notes? I have two things, but one of them I was going to mention in our scores. So I'll mention the one that's not in the scores first. Um, Okay. I kind of liked the mask fight where the girls were doing face masks and like throwing the masks. Because I appreciated that it was a unique spin on the flower fight that we usually get at Christmas.
0: Yeah, I did think that was different. I thought the stuff they were flinging was very liquidy to be like a mask. But other than that,
1: (laughs) I liked it. And their masks were pretty colors. And her mask did not match any of those bowls. <laughs> no. Her mask was blue. I noticed that too. Yeah. It was different.
0: It was cute. Okay. All right. For style, I'm gonna rate this. This may surprise you.
1: I'm gonna rate this at a four. Oh my goodness. I know. But Go there's ahead. a reason. And it's probably the reason that i rating it a 2.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. It's because she wore all of her knitted things. <laughs> and... <laughs> Is this the reason you gave it a 2? Okay.
1: Finish. Oh, then I'll go.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Now I'm scared. Now I'm thinking, should I not rate it a 4 with her knitted things? But I also liked her purple dress that... She did not knit. Okay, Carrie, just go.
1: (laughs) Okay. It's not all of her knitted things, because I thought some of her knitted things were very cute. Even the ugly Christmas sweaters I thought were very cute. My Mm -hmm. problem was the stupid sweater at the casserole scene. You know, I noticed that. (laughs) What was going on with that stupid sweater? And if her sweaters look like that nobody's buying them i'm sorry you know what that is actually a trend (laughs)
0: people are buying those things it may look ugly af but people be buying them people are wrong
1: (laughs) it's trendy carrie Jeez. yeah i don't like trends usually i'd say
0: i'd buy it though Uh, (laughs) I noticed it was weird looking though. I was like, what is all on this sweater thing? It had a
1: lot of stuff added on top. And I just was like, that is hideous. Like some of the sweaters were really, really cute. I will give it. And if that specific one, and I think there was a second one where I was like, that one, it wasn't as bad as that one, but all the others I thought were fine, but I was just like, man, that stupid sweater within the casserole scene. (laughs) Uh, you know, what I was focused on after I noticed that
0: sweater was, why did she pull out all these dang casseroles? There's no way they're eating all of it, and it's such a waste of food.
1: They're not eating, they're not even making, like, a plate. They're just taking a spoonful. Oh, here, try this one. This one's amazing. Yeah. She did eat
0: off of his fork. Well, he switched forks, but he did feed it to her. And But there was no, like, there wasn't any, ooh, is this romantic looks or anything? It was just very casual. No. Yep. Which I liked, but I was also like, okay, you don't think this is romantic that he literally just gave you a bite of food, but you think you'll notice some other romantic-ish gesture, right? Because he offers to make her dinner, and she gets a look on her face. Yeah. But whatever. Whatever. Okay. That just is really funny, Carrie. (laughs) Okay, so setting, I am going to give it a three. Although this kind of goes with setting. I do like that they had like this rating Christmas yard decor, which I thought was new.
1: I, I appreciated that also. And I liked that the whole street decorated, um, you
0: mm-hmm. know,
1: you know, from last year's candy cane lane one, uh, <laughs> that was one of my favorite things in Kansas city to do as a kid was there was a street where every street on the neighborhood. um decorated and you'd go drive down it
0: decorated Mm -hmm.
1: but so i did appreciate that i thought it was funny when she's like oh this one mr blah blah this one's definitely a nine he's like that's a nine and she's like yeah because my sister rated it a five once and then he yelled at my dad about it
0: (laughs) yeah i thought that was funny too (laughs) it's
1: like how dare you rate my yard a five well didn't get rated a five anymore (laughs) Um, because he said that (laughs) I know, I know. And then, storyline...
0: This is hard for me. I'm gonna give it... I'll give it a four.
1: I'll be nice. I gave it a four also. I felt like it was a little bit different. And I felt like he... He really helped the story, because he was funny. His his interactions were pretty regularly funny. So that helped to keep the attention Mm -hmm. when I think if they had had somebody either had somebody who didn't deliver the, deliver the lines as well, or if they had not written the character as funny that it would have really lulled through. Oh yeah, for sure. So, because I feel like even with like,
0: I liked Patrick Duffy scenes as her grandpa. But I feel like he was kind of pushed aside a lot of the movie. I don't know.
1: I agree. should come over
0: and ask him a deep question and then leave.
1: Can we talk about Patrick Duffy being her grandpa again? (laughs) Yes, we can. (laughs) I definitely looked this up. And she's basically my age, late 30s. And Mm -hmm. he is basically my dad's age, mid-70s. And if you did the difference, there's like 35 years difference between them. And mm-hmm. that's just not enough.
0: <laughs> to be that grandpa. Means
1: he would have had to have been 17 and then his son been 17 if you're splitting them evenly so that you get the highest number.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I do not right. think. And then it was interesting to me because then you take. um. Christmas in Harmony, and her mom, I felt like Ashley looked so young that she could have easily been granddaughter, right?
0: I didn't Ooh. think it was bad
1: yeah. that it was mom. I didn't think that it was like, oh, this doesn't match. But in with since they were on the same weekend, it, it drew my attention to it. And Ashley, I think, was born in 88, so she's five years younger than me. And Loretta is, I think, roughly my dad's age, maybe a couple years younger. So they were
0: mm-hmm.
1: they were technically further apart than Tori and Patrick. But playing hmm, mother daughter. That's interesting. So,
0: do you remember if Ash- Ashley's character in that movie was the older sister because she had a sister?
1: I think she was the. Oh, I don't know. They did say it, but now I can't remember. She said, my little sister and my mom have men. Didn't she say that? Oh, I think she did say that. I remember that line.
0: So, huh. That means that Loretta would have, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but it's all interesting how they pick the people. (laughs)
1: I'm just going to say I'm justified in, in my saying that Patrick Duffy didn't seem old enough to be her dad.
0: Yeah. I mean, grandpa. Her grandfather. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And then for Christmas spirit, Christmas trees, I gave it a four.
1: I gave it a three. Well, it was wow. it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> I I just felt like there was a
0: lot of Christmas decor going on. I mean, they rated the yards, so there you go. That is true. And this one's a little harder for me, love or nonsense. What do you say?
1: This one was hard for me, too. I'm probably, I would probably go a little under half, and so I probably have to go nonsense if I was doing a scale.
0: Okay. That's where I'd be, too. Because I don't know that I, like, that I want to see it again. But I don't absolutely hate it, or you know, I agree. It was, well, let's rank them. Let let's okay. see how the, this falls in the rankings. Number one movie for the weekend was Christmas in Harmony by far. Yes. Then I ranked the Christmas Promise as number two.
1: Much to do about Christmas? No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> no, no, I haven't even watched the GAC one yet. No. <laughs>
1: nice try Carrie trying to slip (laughs) it right in (laughs) I was just trying to be funny (laughs) so you you did the Christmas promise next is that what you just said because I was so paying attention to myself yeah number two (laughs) Um, (laughs) I feel like I, I can agree with that I can agree with that okay and then
0: third place was Coyote Creek Christmas
1: yep And then Christmas Sale.
0: I didn't watch Christmas Sale, but yeah, Christmas Sale. All right.
1: All right, guys. Those are the rankings. And on our next episode, we're going to have a preview of this week's Christmas movies. Bye, guys. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) (laughs) In like two seconds. (laughs) So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, We'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook
0: and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.